Blog Talk Radio. Our hearts back to the way he originally made us. I'm your host, Brother Prater. I'm so glad you are able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, if you just want to listen to the show, feel free to call us at 516-453-9118. That's 516-453-9118. Or you can listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Reconnect my heart. Or you can go to our chat room, which is available right now on our website, where you can send your questions, comments, prayer requests. Also, for those who may want to see the video version of this podcast, you're welcome to go to my website at brotherprater.com forward slash reconnect my heart. Also, we are on Facebook and other social medias. So, without further moment ado, I'd like to thank each and every one who are tuning in. And thank you, thank you, thank you for your continued 
prayers and support. Sorry I was unable to be here last Sunday. Um, I wanted to make sure that um, I was running late. I had a family emergency. Everything is fine. But I had a family emergency, and I didn't want to come up here rushing. So I said, well, what I'm going to do, I'm just going to go ahead and just prepare myself mentally and spiritually for this Sunday. And I'm so glad to be with you all today. And what I was going to share last week is exactly what I'm going to share today. I know many times we get so concerned. I know a lot of times we get so concerned with what's going on in life and a lot of things that may be going on that really just trouble us. And so for those who may have had situations that it seemed like it's just so unbearable. Some things that go on in our life, we're like, man, what is going on? We want to talk about that today. Today we want to talk about it in the episode called God, We Need to Talk. Just point blank. God, we need to talk. We want to talk about when, when life really just gets to you. When life seems unbearable, when the when the pressures of life really get to you, we want to talk about that because there are many people who who feel lost, and especially the times that we're living in, we're living in some uncertain times. It's like. You don't know who to trust. You don't know what's going on. And true enough, we may have had an election, and some people are excited. Some people are angry. But the key thing is, number one, for those who have voted, you did your part. I'm not asking for what particular party that you voted for. The main thing that you voted, making sure that you did your part in doing your study, look at the candidates, and choose the one that you feel that will best represent the country in the eyesight of God. That's the way I always describe it to people. I don't tell people which way to vote. I don't do that. My main thing is you have the responsibility of studying and examining those candidates. So with that and the message that I wanted to share, I want to make sure that to understand that this is also the mindset before the election. But even outside of the election, there are people that have things going on in their life and it's it's just a heavy weight there are people that are going through that are just depressed. They're struggling. They're straining. They're trying to make ends meet. They don't know which way to go. They don't know what to do. And so these are the times we want to talk about. We want to talk about when you just need to have a little talk with God. You know, I had a young girl that talked to me. She was 10 years old. She was a biracial young girl. And 
I had the most heartbreaking conversation with her. She wanted to talk to me. She said because of her being biracial, she's um, half black, half white. One of her parents are black, one of her parents are white. And so she said because of the climate that we're in, she said she didn't know what to do. She said why the whites and the blacks are fighting. She said they everybody talking about a race war and stuff, but what do I do? She said, I'm related to both sides. And this is from a conversation of a 10-year-old. That should make us as adults really think about our behavior and our influence that we have in society because it's affecting not just us, knowingly or unknowingly, but it's affecting children. It's affecting innocent people. Right now, the climate that we're in, of not just pertaining to the racial tension, but shucks, we're still in a freaking pandemic. There are people who lost their jobs. There are people who, the way things were before the pandemic, there's no normalcy. It just like when 9-11, September 11th happened, it changed America? No, it changed the world. The world that we knew before September 11th does not exist. Of course, now we're screened more. Now, of course, going to the airport is going to take a little bit more time to have a thorough check. And that doesn't mean that, hey, they're treating you like a criminal. Look, it's for the safety of the people. It's for the safety of the people, not just in the United States, but around the world. We have some wicked, evil people that are plotting and planning to destroy, to hurt, and to kill people. That's the, that's the climate that we're in right now. So is that enough to make you scared? Is that enough to make you worried? That's enough... Yes, but ultimately, what do we have to do? We can only do or change the things that are within our control, but the things that are outside of our control, we give it to God. But along with just the pandemic and the racial tension, but also there are people who just ordinary life, they're just weighing them down. There are people who their health is failing. There are there are parents who don't know where their children are. There are children who don't know where their parents are at. There is a single mother that may be watching right now. She's trying to make ends meet with the assistance of no one. There is a child right now who's trying to figure out how to cope without being able to see their friends. Can we think about that? Right now, there are children, all they've been doing the past couple of months is online learning. Teacher is not just the one that is online with them, but it's also the mother, the father who they live with. The parents have to pray and ask God to give them the strength, the wisdom Teach their children 
right now, the parents have to teach more than ever right now because of the, what, the pandemic. But also on the same token, you know, I have to I have to say this right now because I was speaking to a, a young man earlier today and people were talking about, you know, and, and this, not trying to get politics in, but I'm just trying to bring this as an awareness. People are talking about the abortion. There are some right now because the finances are tight. Because situational going on, someone find out that they got pregnant, they don't know what to do. They don't know if they're going to get a support from the baby's father or not. They don't know if they should keep the child or abort the child. And then the reason why I brought up because there was someone that asked me was, what do you think about that? What do you think about if they try to legalize abortion? What happened? Uh, Isn't that wrong? Should they not do that? And I would say, you know what? Let's just say they legalize it, okay? But that doesn't mean that people are going to do it. The key thing, even if they legalize abortion right now, we as believers, you know what we need to do? That's an opportunity. That's an opportunity not to harm the doctors or harm the people that are walking in to have an abortion. No. This is the opportunity for us as believers to find those who may be contemplating that. And let's educate them. Let's minister to them. Let's talk to them. I ain't talking about getting the Bible and throwing it. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. That's not ministering. They're just bugging the mess and harassing somebody. But we talking about, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's understand what the dynamics, the consequences that may happen if you consider that. Let's educate. And I guarantee you, as us as believers would minister, would educate each person who may be on having an abortion, not just the women, but talk to the potential fathers, talk to the guys. If we talk to them in love, if we take the time to mentor them, mentor them, minister to them, you know what? Even if they have an abortion, abortion building on every corner, eventually, you know what will happen? They will have to close the shop. Why? Because there's no need. Because nobody wants that. Nobody needs that. Why? Because the believers did their job. So it's not the point of if they should be legal or not. Now, are we willing to legally minister to people? That's the key thing that we have to think about. Are we willing to minister to the hearts and mind lives of the people? Along with being able to just Look at what's going on. Right now, there are even people who are trying to figure out their purpose, the plan that God has for them in their life. They don't know. So with that, what are we going to do about it? You know, my dad told me when I was a kid, he said, count everything all joy. He said, no matter what situation going on in your life, 
there's always an opportunity. There's always an opportunity. There's always some good that come out of every situation. It's just our responsibility to look for that good. It's our responsibility. So what do we do? Easily give up or we trust God. We can give up because we're helpless because it's outside of our control. Or do we trust God with whatever's going on? Now, when we trust God, we give God the responsibility to execute what needs to be done. But also what happened, it removed the consequences of us trying to be responsible for what we need done. It removed the responsibility off of us. It removed the consequences of our potential action we chose to take matters to our own hands. We have to think about that. Don't you know right now God cares about each and every aspect of our life? Each and every aspect. God is concerned not just about your soul. That's excuse me, that's great. That's important. God is concerned about your soul, your for your eternal home. He's concerned about that. But also he's concerned about your present life right now. Your everyday living. Don't you know we serve a God that's concerned about not just you going to heaven, but having here, heaven on earth, here, here. He's concerned about your permanent home, but also he's concerned about your your temporary residence. He's concerned about it. We need to really understand the God that we serve. Don't you know our Heavenly Father want to know what's going on in our life? I'm not talking about, well, you know, he knows what's going on. He sits high and looks low. That's fine and dandy, but he want to hear from his child, you. He want to hear from you. We don't serve no impersonal God who don't want to have any affiliation with you. He don't care about your life. He don't care about what's going on. You think about it. You think about the best relationship that you could have had with a boy or girl. You think about the relationship if you're married, think about the relationship with your spouse. If your spouse is worried and you love your spouse, you love your spouse, you would die for your spouse. Spouse say, they're not doing too well. You want to find out what's going on. Or are you just going, mm, oh, you'll be all right. Just shake it off. Huh. Well, think about that spouse's and, and you say, what's wrong? I just have a lot on my mind. Do you have time to talk? Yeah, yeah, I want to know what's going on. And let's be real. Us as men, a lot of men, I ain't going to say all, but there's a lot of men who want to know what's going on in their spouse's life, in their girlfriend's life, not just to listen, but to solve her. Well, same thing pertaining to God. God want to hear from you. God want to hear from you. Why? Because he want to take care of the problem that you have. He want to take care. He want to listen to you. He cares for you. When you are in an intimate relationship with someone that you love, you're concerned about every aspect of their life, especially when you can meet their needs. Well, God can meet our needs 
And also, he can meet our wants, but he want to hear from us. Also, anything pertaining to this life is already written in God's word. Victory is ours. We don't have to walk in victory. No. Like a child playing in the playground, moving from the swing to the monkey balls to the seesaw. They are already on the playground. They're just enjoying the different amenities within the playground. Well, the playground that we as believers are in, we are in the playground of victory. We may go on one aspect or one equipment or one uh, uh, monkey ball or seesaw or different elements in victory. But the key thing, we are on the property of victory. Do you understand that? We are on the property of victory. And we can't be evicted. Unfortunately, many of us, we just walk off and we trespass on the devil's property. And now we realize that we have lost because we have walked away from victory. And now we're walking into defeat. When we walk into the devil's territory, we're walking into defeat. And we're not just talking about the good we talking about the mental defeat, the emotional defeat. We're trespassing. We're outside of our elements. We're not. We look. We're on the enemy's territory. Best way to look at it. You know, you can get a tree and pull it out from the roots. And you know what's going to happen? As long as it's away from the soil, as long as it's away from the soil, how it's going to get its nutrients? It's nutrients, it's within the soil. But if the tree is uprooted, if the plant is uprooted, what happens? Eventually, it's going to die. And what happens when we are uprooted from our property? Soon die or be defeated. So right now, we have to understand, God did not give us the spirit of fear nor timidity. But also, God does not want us to worry. God does not want us to worry. And don't get me wrong, there is a difference between worrying and being concerned. Of course, if something happens to your child, oh, yeah, you're concerned. But even though we may be concerned, we still know that God is able. We still trust God. Not only trust God that he's going to fix it, but we know that he has the ability to fix it. And get this, fix it, be able to fix it without our assistance. That's something we have to think about because why? Because a lot of time we end up trying to put our nose in God's business to help him out. Instead of helping him out, we end up delaying what's rightful ours. Sometimes we prolong our our 40-day journey, 40-year journey. We end up we end up missing the promised land. Why? Because we end up trying to help God out when he don't need our help. He just need our obedience. And so whatever that may be going on in your life, we're gonna trust God. We're gonna talk to God, but also it's okay for you to even share and talk to people that are here on earth. But what we need to do is see, are they 
of sound mind? Are they morally and ethically sound to give us wise, godly advice? We all need somebody to talk to. We all need someone to lean on. God made us to have relationships. And you know what? You see it with the animals. If you have a dog by by itself, and especially if you don't have any kids or you don't spend time with that dog, that's going to be a lonely, depressed dog. Why? Because they have no, no one to run with. But let there be a dog. Let there be another human being that will spend time with that dog. Or <laughs> I grew up with goats. <laughs> My dad was a goat man. Grown up with goats, but they relate. They re, they will bond not just with other other goats, not just with other animals, but with human beings. I'm not telling you what I'm guessing about. I saw it for myself. My dad had that that goat trained, where it was just like a dog. It would go to the port house with my daddy. My daddy took the goat into the truck and rolled with him. We're not talking about in the the bed of the truck. No, we're talking about inside. I mean, I'm like, wow. But my dad trained. My daddy said, I taught that goat. I spent time with that goat. Not only did I learn that goat's behavior, learn that goat specifically, but also I allowed that goat to learn me. See, God knows you. God has learned you. God has studied you. But have we studied him? God knows our limitations, but do we know his unlimitations? God knows our thoughts, but do we know his words? Hmm. Something to think about. So, whatever situation that may be going on in your life, we're going to look at what God's word said about our situation. We're going to look at what God's word said about the situation that we're dealing with, the situation that's going on. In any and everything that's going on in our life, there is some example of God. There's nothing new under the sun. So what do we do? We're going to trust God. And we're going to look at what God was saying about our situation. We're going to trust and we're going to wait for him to give us the give us the instructions that we need to do. He may tell us to go left. We need to go left. He may tell us to go this way. We're going to do that. So I want to encourage each and every one who may be watching, who may be listening, I hope that I haven't got a chance to see uh haven't got a chance to see if this is on because I've been having problems on look like I'm look like I'm not on Facebook, but the main thing at least at least I have the audio version. But um I hope and pray that this right here will help us to understand how important we are in the eyesight of God. God loves us enough. God loves us. He wants to take care of us. But also, he wants us to dig into his word. He wants us to trust him like before. You know, I was, as I was getting ready today, I kept hearing that song, God Specialized in Things That Seems Impossible. God specializes. You know, I was I was just thinking about that. I'm like, man, there's nothing too hard for him. And uh, we're limited at God is unlimited. And 
I tell people this. Don't you know God can do the extraordinary? God can move a multi-million dollar business from overseas and put it right in your city just for you. That's the kind of God that we serve. Why? Not only because we trust God, but God can trust us. <laughs> you know, but also the things that go on in our life, I found I found out and I'm finding out there's nothing that God did not equip us for. There's nothing that happens under the sun that God not only did he equipped us for, but he allowed it for a reason. There are some things, but also even the things that he did not allow, even the things that we caused upon ourselves, even on the things that we're dealing with, the consequence of our actions or the consequences of our choice, even with that, God said, hey, look here, if you acknowledge me in all your ways, I shall direct our paths. Yes. But see, it's not just the things before we get ready to do something that we consult God. That's what we need to do. But sometimes, I know me, sometimes we've done things without consulting God or we prayed about it and we end up moving before God responds or we end up praying, God told us what to do and we didn't do it or God told us not to do it and we did it anyway. But even in the consequences of our disobedience, if you acknowledge him, meaning if you even just come to your senses and repent, turn from your ideology, repent, give it to him. And what God would do, God will make your crooked path straight. Even when you deal with the consequences of your disobedience, even when you deal with the consequences of your foolishness, you know what he'll do? He'll help us. He'll help us to take up the consequences that we chose for ourselves. Listen, he will help us if we turn, if we turn, if we turn. Man, that's that's deep. So this is the time for us to be able to just really just trust God. Let's just say if we choose to leave God alone, we look, we quit. We quit going to church. I'm not going to read no Bible no more. I don't want to hear anything about God. Let's just say we turn our back on God. Where are we going to go? The devil is beating up on us. But we turn our back on God. That means that you automatically, by default, you're trying to partner up with Satan, the one that's trying to hurt you, the one that's trying to destroy you and your life and your family. So in actuality, no matter how difficult things may be, we can't give up. There's no give up. You know, there are many people that give up right before change comes. They give up just before they give up too soon. And that's a bad part. Let's just say you've been dealing with something for 15 years and you give up. And what happens if you have the papers saying, hey, your needs are met 
and it was on the 15th, the 15th hour after you had already given up. Or let's just an hour after you gave up, your papers came saying, hey, matter of fact, this has happened. Someone committed suicide, and a couple of days, because they was incarcerated, they were wrongfully convicted. And a couple of days, first came that they were exonerated. They would have been free to go. The charges were dropped. There were people, matter of fact, somebody even, you know, they, without going into a whole lot of details, but there are many people that give up. And I'm just talking about, you know, well, you know what, I'm just going to, uh, I'm just going to leave it alone. No, there are people that killed themselves before help came. There are the people that have given up on God and they say, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and go back into drugs. I'm going to go ahead and go back into alcohol. I'm going to go back into pornography. I'm going to go ahead and um, get into adultery. The devil wants you to step outside of your character. The devil wants you to refer back to who you were. The devil wants to make you give up. The devil tries so badly to discredit you. And you know what happened? There are some people, well, you know, they've been talking about me. They call me out of, the, out of my names and stuff, so I just started doing what they call me. Don't you understand? The devil won on that. Also, if somebody call you out of your name, if somebody talk down upon you, also whatever people speak out of their mouth, that's what you're going to become? For real. Oh, so in other words, you don't control yourself. You don't control your destiny. Other people do. That's what you're saying. More importantly, that's what you're doing. When you allow other people to determine your identity, then you're not living your life. You you live in the life that they want you to live. Or you're not living your life. They're living your life based on what they want you to do, based on how they want you to live. Listen, you are your own individual, but God gave you a free will. And if God not going to pressure you, why would you allow other people to pressure you? But also, listen, even I feel the need to say this, even there are some people that may be watching well, you know, they always talking bad about me. They always saying they ain't never going to be nothing. Oh, so they saying that about you. But did you start reading what God said about you? Did you read that part? Oh, you ain't got that far in the Bible. Oh, okay. Well, you need to start reading the Bible instead of reading other people. You need to read the Bible instead of reading people's lips or reading people's minds or reading people's actions. That's what you need to do. Life is too short. Life is too short to go to hell, and life is too short to have hell. So we got to understand a lot of things that may be going on, the devil trying to wear us out, the devil trying to make us give up, the devil trying to make us worry ourselves to death. But we have to remember God said, cast all of our cares upon him, for he cares for you. That 
simply means casting your cares once and for all. That means toss it. Toss it as it's trash. Toss it. The actual meaning of that word, that verse, it means to get rid of once and for all. Discard it as if it was trash. Think about it. Discard it as if you have no other use for it. I'm going to say it like this. When you have used toilet tissue, after you got done using the restroom, what do you do? You discard it and put it in the toilet. It's the same concept that you must have pertaining to your problems, your burdens. Not calling God a toilet, but you toss it and you give it to him. You put it from your possession to his possession. That's what you need to do. That's what we need to do. We need to start not just reading the Bible, but it's time for us to start applying the Bible into our lives. What's the point of being a child of God and not read the Father's instructions, the Father's manual of living this life here on earth? Have you thought about it? The Bible talks about heaven, but also understanding, even it talks about heaven, but it tells us how function here on earth. That's what you have to remember. You have to understand God loves you enough and he want to hear from you. He don't want you to be all stressed out and all that stuff, stressed and burdened and can't sleep. You have a pill to help you go to sleep and a pill to help you wake up. That ain't God's will. God, listen, God does not want you to be dependent or codependent on anything but him. One of the things we have to do, we have we have to look at what God word said about our situation and say, you know what, God, this is your responsibility. What I'm dealing with, oh, this is your responsibility. So from this point on, what we need to do that hurt, even the people that you're worried about, give it to God. And I will say this. Now we can pray for people. We can pray for people. But the prayer that you're praying about people, that prayer is not so much for them, but that prayer is for you. What if you praying, God changed them, God helped them. Okay, you praying, that's good. But on the other hand, that prayer is for you just in case they don't obey God. Because we can pray for people. God's word said he wished that no man should perish. But unfortunately, people choose. We have a choice, and God not going to go against our will. So the key thing is, pertaining to the present, we may be having pertaining to your baby daddy, your baby mama, your parents, whoever they are. True enough, God wants you to talk to them, talk to him about them. But also, God want to equip you. Equip you for whatever decision that they make. Whatever it won't affect you. And listen, even if they don't change, God can give you a peace. God can give you the peace of, you know what? I'm still. God moves. Even if they don't choose to accept God moving in their life, God can move in your life. Even though they may be acting a fool, God can help you get some good sleep. And you know what? God helping you, that might help them for them to be able to make the change. So that way you won't be going to their rescue. God can have full 
access to him, to them. God can have full access to them instead of you coming to their rescue, instead of you being their safety net, instead of you being uh, being there to bail them out when God's trying to deal with them. So these are the things that God wants us to do. So with that being said, we're going to get ready to have a word of prayer. And I hope and pray that we take God's word seriously. Because God is the only one that can help us in whatever situation that we're in. God want to help us. God want to equip us for whatever we're dealing with. And no matter what happens in our life, we have to understand that God has our best interest at heart. And God can help us in every aspect of our life to help us, to equip us, even for us to be able to accept what we can't change. In the midst, listen, even in the midst of a an emotional war, a mental war, or a financial war, you've been able to get some sleep. Don't you know when Daniel was locked up in the lion's den, when Daniel was, think about it, when Daniel was in the lion's den, did he panic? No, he went to sleep. But what happened? God closed the mouth of that lion, of those lions. But also, you know what happened? He had a relationship with the lions. He Listen, not only he knew the lions, but the lions knew him. So even in the midst of uncertainty, even in the midst of troubling times, he felt comforted. And guess what? The lions were comforted too because they knew him. So even in the midst of your lion's den that you're in, God can give you comfort. So when you get out, it was God that gave you peace. Not out of the storm, but in the storm. This is what I found out from personal experience. I found out when we want the peace of God, when we need peace in our life, peace ain't going to come when everything is going well. Peace is going to come in the middle of pure D hell. But see, when it comes, and you're like, wow, this person's here acting a fool. No, oh, well, well, you know what? You don't bother me no more. And then what happened, once we change, then things change. Our perspectives change. Our attitude change. And then once we change, then the atmosphere change. But the atmosphere can't change until we first change. So in other words, it starts with us. Tell us, great is he that's in us, that's he that's in the world. Everything starts and centers with us. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me or who gives me the ability or who enables me. It always starts with you. So now, since it starts with you, what are you going to do? If you have any other prayer requests, we're going to pray and we're going to trust God to give us the answers that we need. If you are not saved, I recommend you that you come to Jesus Christ right now. Just in case you want to know, hey, what do I do to be saved? Romans 10 and 9 tells us, if thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ as thy Savior and believe with the heart that God raised him from the dead, Thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. 
don't you know right now this is the best part of your life for you to be able to see the move of God in your life? God can move. God can do the impossible. But we have to allow him to. We have to allow God's word to come forth and minister to us, help us in every area of our life, in every aspect of our life. You know, I want to make sure that um, I have to make sure that this was working. So with everything that's going on, remember, there's nothing too hard for God. God wants everything that you have to be given to him for you to be able to what? Have the abundant life that he wants you to have. Abundant life meaning the, a better quality of life. So that better quality of life, is that the better quality of life that you're dealing with right now? Worry and stress? And, no. That's not the abundant life that God called for us to have. That's not even living. So why are we dealing with it? Let God handle it. Give it to God. Just in case you may just in case you may not be saved and you want to know what you do to be saved. Always think about this. Romans ten and nine tells us if thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ is thy Savior, and believe in the heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So this is the time for you to Accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Don't you know he loves you enough? In spite of your past, in spite of your situation, listen, he knew you were going to mess up, but he allowed you another chance. He woke you up. And get this, God never birthed something or somebody without a purpose in mind. God did not wake you up without a purpose in mind. He woke you up with an agenda. With a purpose Are you willing Are you willing Are you ready To answer the call He woke you up Physically But are you willing To wake up spiritually Are you willing You know what I will not let Another day pass Without Accepting Jesus Christ Your personal savior And we're not just Talking about Okay well I accept him And that's it No Like I said Partner up with him and allow him in every aspect of your life and allow him to be a daily, a daily constant friend to you, a counselor to you, an advisor to you. He knows what's best for you. And get this, he knows the ending from the beginning. So why would you try to figure it out when somebody already know about it? There's an old saying, why are you trying to figure it out when God already worked it out? So why trying to create something that's already made? The path for your life is already made. How about you just adhere to it? Hmm. I can go on I-35 right now, go downtown to go to work. I can do that or I can easily go where a dirt road is, and I try to build a bridge, build a highway for me to go from there to downtown. 
I will be wasting my time, energy, and purpose creating a highway that's already established. God already made you a highway to your purpose, a highway to your destination, a highway to your goals, your dreams, your ambitions, your desires. He already did all that stuff. And your vehicle is obedience. Your gas is trust. Your seatbelt is hope. (laughs) And listen, listen. And hope is not, oh, doubt. No, it's certainty. The difference between hope and faith is only one word. That's the difference. Hope, excuse me, faith is hope with corresponding action. That's all it is. You understand that? Faith is hope with corresponding actions. That means faith plus, excuse me, hope plus action, not just any actions, but corresponding actions based on what you're hoping for. Not the opposite. See, people can have actions, but it can be the wrong actions. It can be actions, but it actually reactions when God wants to be proactive. Instead of reactive, he wants to be proactive. So hope plus action equals faith. And that's what God has for us. So we're going to trust God in every aspect of our life, and we're going to take our burdens to the Lord and leave it there. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now. Thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We come to you right now, God, we acknowledge your presence on today. God, we come to you right now, God, ask you, God, to forgive us. Anything that's in us is unlike you, God. Forgive us, cleanse us, and make us whole. God, we come to you right now, God, we need you like never before, God. There are those that are going on right now, God, they don't know what to do. They don't know where to go, God. These are uncertain times for some people, God. So, God, we ask God to provide resources, God, because we know you are the source, God. We will no longer take matters into our own hands, God, but we're going to trust you, God, and we're going to listen for your counsel and your instructions on what to do. We are speaking right now, God. There are somebody right now, God, who may be financially burdened, God, who may be needing finances, God, and they feel like they have to something illegal. They feel like they have to take matters to their own hand to do something underhanded, do something that's against your will. We speak into the hearts and minds and lives of those people right now, God. Give them that desire to do the right thing, God. And so, God, we even ask you to send your angels, God, to minister to them, God, and help them to understand everything going to be all right. But, God, we also trust in God that you're going to lead them to where they need to be at, God, to receive the funds, the, the, the finances, God, God, we're speaking right now, God. There are some right now, God, who are worried and concerned about their children, their spouse, God, even their parents right now, God. We're speaking, God, that you minister to them right now, God. God, we know, God, we can't change or also grown folks, God, but, God, we can put grown folks into your hands. So, God, we ask you, God, to help us, God, even in the midst of the uncertainties, God, give us the peace that we need, God. God, you said that 
God, we should receive your peace, God, that surpasses all understandings, God. And also, God, you will guard our hearts and mind, God, through you, God. Lord, we speak it right now, God. You guard our hearts and minds right now, God. We're trusting you, God. Help us, God, in every aspect of our life, God, to yield ourselves to you right now, God. And God, even allowing this to be an opportunity, God, to study your word, not just read it, but study your word and see what your word says pertaining to the situations that are going on in our lives right now. In the name of Jesus, and we bind everything the devil stand for, we send it back to the pits of hell. In the name of Jesus, and we thank you, Lord, for being merciful, God, being a gracious God. We thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, God, everything you're going to do right now, God. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the testimony that's coming from this right now. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I thank each and every one who um, tuned in. Uh, if you want to get in contact with me, I'm Prater, B-R-O-T-H-E-R, Prater, P-S and Paul, R-A, T-S and Tom, E-R. You can catch me on Facebook where my daily devotions are posted and uh, my website, brotherprater.com, brotherprater.com. You can go to that to see my videos, my daily devotions. Or you can go to the store section of my book where you can purchase my book, A Few Good Men, The Path to God and Fatherhood, or the book called The Girl Who Was Her Brother's Keeper. That's my latest book that I talk about and commemorate my beloved sister, Sheila Prater. So thank you all for watching and listening. And I pray that there's something that says that's that's going to minister to you and let you know that if we trust God, he will not fail us. So thank each and every one for listening to Reconnect My Heart podcast. God bless you and good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.